Hello, all of you wayward spirits. My name is Liz Ashley, and I am so obsessed with Supernatural that I decided to do some research Winchester style on anything and everything mentioned in the show. And though the show has sadly ended, this podcast is going to keep the family together. So what do you say? Do you want to join me on the hunt? Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Wayward Spirit Pod, where we are having another special episode where I am going to tell you a ghost story from Holly at BC Ghost Towns. And I am so excited to tell you this story because it is super creepy. And thank you so, so much to Holly and BC Ghost Towns for this story. So check out BC Ghost Towns and Travels on Instagram. I will link it in the description as well as my other links if you would like to follow me on Instagram or if you want to become a Patreon member and help me, you know, make YouTube my job. That would be great. Uh, One day, one day. Anyway, (laughs) if you want to help out, uh, you can join Patreon. That's the best way to help out. And basically, you can get it for $1 a month. $1 a month. I have an exclusive podcast on Patreon, and it's all lore and fun stuff. So go check it out. Today, I am going to tell you this ghost story. And then, of course, I took a deep dive on the town itself. And we're just going to talk about that today because I thought that'd be a super fun episode. And it's also kind of giving you a sneak peek of a new podcast that I'm going to start on Halloween. It's going to come out on Halloween. Um, (laughs) Still deciding the name, but I think I figured it out. Anyway, anyway, let's get to the story. So here is the story from Holly's point of view. So May 2019, I decided I was going to give working in Sandin a go. I was excited and yet terrified as it was a new place and I didn't know anyone. I had been coming to Sandin for years, visiting the sites with my dad and siblings and had always loved it there. Flash forward to my second weekend. I was fortunate to find a friend and a workmate, Kiara, and she and I shared an area on the grounds in which we camped and hung out after work. The night was like any other night, and I ended up crawling into my rooftop tent after saying goodnight. Now, from what I remember, I did not dream of anything that related to the sound I woke up to. Just slightly after 3 a.m., I woke up hearing what sounded to me to be almost a piano type, a saloon type, I guess, to explain it better. I was confused and I thought maybe the sound was from a dream I had and I was just recalling it. That was not the case. The more I tried to focus, the more distant it seemed, but I could still hear it. I poked my head out my tent window to see if Kiara was awake And if she was playing a movie in her van or maybe music, she's a night owl. So I messaged her on Facebook Messenger to see. And she said, no, I'm reading a true crime post and I don't hear anything. I insisted that I could still hear it. And that's when she reminded me that the spot I was camping on was an old hotel saloon that no longer stood. So as hesitant as I was, I decided to try and fall back asleep, even though I was a bit uneasy. 
I woke up and got ready for my shift and decided to talk to my boss about the situation. She said to me with a straight face, you aren't the first to hear and say something like that. We've had previous guests wake up in the night to sounds of saloons. So spooky. Seriously, I have no idea what I would do if this happened to me. Also, also, can I just say she is living my dream. She's living my dream. I have a dream of traveling in like a van and going to spooky places and just like camping out and like, well, not just spooky places, but of course, spooky places are going to be on my list of places to go. But anyway, she's living my dream. So that's awesome. Anyway, (laughs) thank you so much, Holly. Um, I love this story. So check out BC Ghost Towns and Travels on Instagram. Also go down to my description and click the link to go check them out. Totally should. They're great. All right. So this story happened in Sandin, British Columbia, and I did a little deep dive on the history. (laughs) Okay, so this information I found from Ghost Town Picks, and it says that though the population of Sandin peaked at around 5,000 residents, which I will say, as I was doing my research, that number varied a little bit. So some said 5,000, some said 10,000. Not really sure what's the real number. Um, But today, only five people live there. Like, that's crazy. Uh, (laughs) Including the gift shop proprietor, the museum curator, and the keeper of the Canada's first hydraulic station, which is still a hydraulic, it's hydroelectric station, which is still in operation, which when I was doing my research was like a huge deal. Like this is a huge deal. And I don't even know what hydroelectric is. Maybe I should have looked that up, but (laughs) I don't know what that is, but it was a really big deal. And it was like a tourist thing. So, you know, that's cool. And (laughs) Sandin is also the site of a dozen or so retired British Columbia public transit buses. But if you go there, you can even go look at all the buses. And like, this is also a big deal. This is also like a tourist attraction. Like people go to Sandin to see all of these buses <laughs> because like apparently, because like the, the, the town has more buses than they do people and they're like retired buses. And I guess they didn't know what to do with them. Like, and now they've become like a tourist attraction. Isn't that wild? It's just, it's just wild what what we would travel to go see. I mean, I want to go travel to go see everything. So I just think, I do just think it's wild. It's funny. Um, <laughs> all right. So this next part I got from ghosttowns.com. And Sandin is considered being one of the true classic glows, glows, uh, <laughs> It's uh, Sandin is considered to be one of the classic ghost towns of the West, and it is a focal point of BC's farmed Valley of Ghosts. So actually, I looked this up, the Valley of Ghosts. So there's like a whole like, I guess, like valley that (laughs) of ghost towns and or ghost, you know, spooky places, I guess, um, which is really cool. Uh, I'm gonna have to go there one day. But anyway, uh, but Sandin is like the biggest one on the list. So it's like the most popular, uh, the most traveled to. 
So Sandin was a mining community, but um, they were close to a river. So they did get a major flood. And in the last major flood in 1955, the town was destroyed and never recovered again, which is really sad because the town was filled with hotels, saloons, a city hall building, an opera house, a library, a community hall, a post office, and they all closed in 1962, which made Sandin a ghost town. Also, the saloon. Yeah, that's probably what Holly heard from the saloon. <laughs> but um, so it was actually the town of Sandin was born on April 7th, 1892, when J.M. Harris uncovered all the silver there which is why it became a mining community so he actually made it a mining community and on april 7th 1892 the city grew to a population of 3000 the only city of that size um in the otherwise unpopulated mountain so otherwise like this was a pretty unpopulated place at the time but because it was such a great mining community it got to 3,000 or more, you never know. As I said, <laughs> the numbers of the population vary. <laughs> so Sandin had multiple unfortunate events because on May 3rd, 1900, a fire was started by a lighted cigarette carelessly dropped into a wastebasket. The entire business section burned to the ground, including all the hotels, theaters, banks and stores more than 50 buildings were destroyed but jm harris refused to let the town die and even though the city didn't really keep up with what it was harris kept it going by financing it he continued to finance the mines and continued to finance the town and even when he died in 1953 at the age of 89 he still had faith that the city would make a comeback and I will say that though it is still a ghost town, it has become a tourist attraction. So I do think that in some way it did it did make a comeback in, in a different way, you know? Now people are going there and visiting it for the history, you know, for the ghost town spooks. And it's become a travel destination. So I do think it did make a comeback in its own little way you know <laughs> all right so i got this next part from ghost town picks i guess i got two parts from ghost town picks all right you see how well i go over my outlines um <laughs> so okay so this part is more about the valley of ghosts so uh deep in west kootenies kootenies i want to say kootenies <laughs> that even mean i don't okay forget i said anything all right uh <laughs> i can't okay the kootenai <laughs> that's just such a funny word the the kootenai's mountains terrain <laughs> i can't talk today the kootenai's mountainous terrain in the valley of ghost was once a roaring local place for silver prospects or entrepreneurs like J.M. Harris. And the Valley of Ghosts is actually one of the most famous local ghost towns in Canada. So the area is bookended by Kootenay Lake in the east in 
Slocan Lake in the West. And the heart of the Valley of Ghosts is Sandin. So there are other like lakes and I think there are other ghost towns in the middle of it. I don't know. Yeah, see, when I look it up, it literally just has Sandin. That's all it really has. Oh, no, no, no. Here we go. Wikipedia. I try not to get my information from Wikipedia, so I guess that's why I didn't look on here. So it's in the Selkirk Mountains, which was created over 200 million years ago during the Jurassic period. That's interesting. So I guess Slocan Valley is a valley, and I guess Sandin is in the middle of it. Uh, this Wikipedia is not helpful. Um, the Jurassic thing was cool, though. <laughs> well, it's nearly impossible to find out what else. Maybe it is just Sandin, but then why would it be called the Valley of Ghosts? If it's just Sandin, I don't know. Here we are. So today, all of the camps and towns along the Valley of Ghosts are in ruins. And I like how they ended this little passage, uh, Ghost Town Picks. So this is how they ended this passage that, I, that I've been reading. It says, they have now faded into history. A few hang on in Sandin, but its glory days have long passed. The ghosts have taken over. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I really do. That is the story of the ghost town Sandin. And thank you so much, Holly, for sending me a ghost story on it. It was so fun to read. It was my pleasure to read. And I am so happy I got to do a little bit of a deep dive. Honestly, there was not a ton of information to find. And all of the information I did find was kind of the same. <laughs> and like we just saw, or like you just heard, I could not find anything about the Valley of Ghosts um, in BC. So if you know anything, let me know because I would love to talk more about it. And yeah, so it's a little bit of a short episode this week, but I thought it'd be a really, really fun one. So <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And thank you to all of my fellow Wayward Spirits for joining me on this journey today. And if you want to go on more hunts with me, because next week we will be watching Frontierland, which goes along with this, even though Frontierland, they weren't in a ghost town, but we can just pretend because it's probably a ghost town now. Anyway, <laughs> we are watching Frontierland because it kind of is adjacent to what we are talking about today. And I'm really excited because that is such a fun episode. Frontierland, oh my gosh, it is such a fun episode. I can't wait. So next week, don't forget to join me to watch Frontierland. And we're going to talk about the history of Samuel Colt. Yes, it's going to be amazing. So don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or subscribe on YouTube and help me make YouTube my job one day. All right. And <laughs> I'm just being like really extra today. Um, I feel good today, which is a big change in recent days. Anyway. TMI. Um, so <laughs> yes, follow me on Instagram. Links below. Check out the Patreon. We got a cool extra exclusive podcast for a dollar a month. It's great. And we just talked about Nessie. This week we're talking about leprechauns. It's gonna be awesome. And <laughs> there's already other content on there. Follow me on Instagram, subscribe, notifications, all the things. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, again, thank you so much if you've made it this far. 
<laughs> I love you and thank you for, you know, putting up with my craziness. All right. Well, I will see you all next week and don't forget to stay spooky. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>